Speak seductively. Hi, everyone. I'm Kyle Cannon, erotic fiction author, naturist, and swinger. And I'm Lily Cannon, book cover model, audiobook narrator, naturist, and swinger. And you're listening to the Speak Seductively podcast. I have an erotic fiction series called The Photographer's Story and over 15 erotic novellas on Amazon. Two themes in my work are the promotion of a sex-positive lifestyle and the development of strong, sexually confident female characters. My writing has been described as slow foreplay, building until the reader is breathless with need. You can find my novels and short stories on Amazon. They're all free with Kindle Unlimited. We want to welcome you to another exciting and informative edition of Speak Seductively. We use this platform to promote other authors, talk about sex and relationships. Please be aware, we will be discussing adult topics from sex to the swinging lifestyle and more. Our approach is always classy, but be ready for frank conversations. Our guests are frequently erotic authors or those in the lifestyle. Hi everyone, this is Lily. Guess what? I've started a classy, sexy, and very sensual OnlyFans page, and I'd love for you to come visit my site. What will you see? For years, you've heard Kyle and I talk about our lifestyle, that we are naturists who also swing, and we've also done a lot of photo shoots. Well, I've modeled a lot, mostly for Kyle. My work has been varied. Some of my favorite shoots have been very sexy pinup sets that remind me of the old 1940s pinup calendars. You know, corsets and sailor girl outfits, just to name a few. I've also done several nude sets from very artistic to very sexual and sensual. Have you seen the cover of Kyle's book, My Bound Valentine? That's me, wrapped up in a rope with all the good parts covered. That was a long set we did with many, um less covered, and much more revealing photos. Those and more will be on my OnlyFans page. What else? I've also done videos reviewing adult sex toys and Kyle's books. In fact, I have a lot of bedtime stories I've read wearing nothing but sheer lingerie. I plan on doing several more bedtime stories, maybe topless. Would that keep you up at night? Finally, I've been doing some workout selfies and videos, A few of those have been topless. Look for them soon. The best thing? I have a lot of free content I'm going to share. Right now, it's free to subscribe to the site. You just have to pay for the nudes. So come check out my OnlyFans page. Just click the link in the podcast description. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another hot and steamy episode of the Speak Seductively podcast. I'm Kyle Cannon. Um, I'm having fun while Lily is working, and I get to talk to one of our great friends, Angela, for another sex talk. This one we're calling 69.2 because when you're not done yet. You are not. We're not done yet. We are not done. I I think we barely (laughs) scratched the surface, and, and we haven't even talked about scratching yet, so. Exactly. Um, so welcome back. Hi. Um, we were just talking before uh, we started the recording that we we are so happy with some of the feedback we're getting. Um, I just uh, read Angela one that basically said they they love how our message is sex positive and and that we're we have fun and. That's what we're all about, um, is a sex-positive message and enjoying sex, wouldn't you say? 
It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be relaxing and releasing. And I just don't understand where where the disconnect happens. No, no, me either. Me either. But we've got a fun episode lined up for you. We've got a lot we want to share. Um, before we started, I, I, I asked Angela if it was okay if we do a little business. I had a couple of things that I wanted to to share. Um, if you don't follow me on Twitter, um, my my uh, tag is at Kyle Cannon author. Um, I, I encourage you to follow me on Twitter because I put a lot of stuff up there. And I'm very excited that a collaboration that Lily did with a good friend of ours, uh, Lorenzo, has had nearly 18,000 views and listens. It's um, it's a really hot and steamy um, re- narration of a small section of a book I wrote called Sharon's Punishment. But uh, the feedback we're getting on it is amazing. And That's amazing. I listened to it and I listened to it at work with my AirPod in, which goes directly <laughs> to my brainstem. And, you know, it's one of these days I'm going to learn that some things are not safe for work. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, I keep hearing that. And, um, you know, I, Lily and I have been together so long, I will never say I'm taking her for granted, but um, I'm finally not dumbstruck when I see her nude anymore, but um, there are some very sexy pictures that go along with this. Some of the um, some of them are on her OnlyFans page, which there'll be a link to that um, in this episode. But um, yeah, the comments that I'm getting on it, I, I love hearing that people like my writing, but I've been joking that uh, they've got it. They, they love Lily and Lorenzo reading it even even more it's so freaking hot it's crazy it's ridiculous it's a scorcher so i know our friend lorenzo is going to be listening to this episode so big shout out to him um follow me on twitter uh follow lily on twitter if you get a chance her her uh, tag is at canon lily um she'll post some things up there and definitely go find her on OnlyFans. Uh, there'll be a link in the description. It's the easiest way to find her. But um, if you've been following us, you know, she started it a few, almost a year ago and then backed away from it. And now she's redoing it. And her her goal is to be classy, sexy, and throw some erotica in there from time to time. So if you like old school, classy nudes and n- implied nudes, then Check her out. It's free to subscribe. It's delicious. It is. Well, she was telling me yesterday, she checked her profile. She's up to just under 100 subscribers, which is not a lot, I know. But but um, it, it is a lot. If you think about it, it is, it is. That's a lot. That's a lot of people. That's substantial. I mean, well, hopefully it grows more. And I don't see why it wouldn't. Because like I said, it's delicious. But I mean, that's that's a huge accomplishment. Yeah, well, and she really only restarted this about a month and a half ago, and she's not doing a whole lot to push and promote it. She's trying to let it grow organically. But uh, she was telling me the other day, she's thinking she wants to do something special for, um, you know, when she pops up over 100 for her followers. And She's been kicking around ideas of sharing some things from some of her very private shoots, but 
And and if you get a chance to see those, you're extremely lucky. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, so that's that's our big news. Uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. Please spread the word out there. Uh, don't be shy that you listen to a sex positive podcast. Let let your friends, neighbors, relatives, and and any clergy that you think might be interested know. Yeah, I mean. They're the freakiest. <laughs> <laughs> we have interviewed some very freaky clergy people. And I, um, maybe if we have time in the show, I'll I'll share. We we met some, uh, we met a minister and his wife at a nudist resort. Oh, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> they were a great couple, but it was hilarious listening to them talk about how they'd been in nu- uh, naturism for years and years and years, and they have to keep it hidden from their from there. I was about to say something really inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we they great sense of humor and we did joke about, well, maybe you ought to give a sermon just wearing a fig leaf sometime, you know? <laughs> I was going to be like, what would Jesus do? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now we're going to have a lot of people angry at us, but um let's let's Oh, no, come on now. <laughs> Who cares? Lighten it up, people. Lighten up. So I'm sure he's got a sense of humor. I I hope. Well, I mean, if you look at the human race, he's got to have a sense of humor. I mean, seriously. I mean, we're pretty <laughs> fucked up. So yeah. Um. So moving moving on, you have some big news to share, and I I want to make sure we hit that. This is awesome. Ew, I have been keeping this kind of a secret because I have really done my. I mean, I was on track. I, I would work, you know, my job, job, and then come home and bust this out. I have been working on this since, I'm going to say mid-May. And it all started with um, talking about Sue Grafton. And if you don't know who Sue Grafton was, because she has since passed, um, she was a mystery writer. And she did those, like, A is for alibi, B is for betrayal. And it was one of our Friday nights. And I don't know how she came up in conversation, but I was like, I kind of want to do like a standalone book where it's like that, but kinky. And, you know, my friends were like, do it. Because, you know, I have like the best supportive people. So this is a standalone book with just short stories. Now, when I say that, I mean, bear in mind, they're just short stories where it's like the meat of of the of the story but each story goes alphabetically and it's like a is for anal play b is for breeding kink c is for cunnilingus and so on and so forth and my one of my super duper best friends ripley was like i i had a title picked out and it was really long and i didn't like the way that it fit on the cover and he's like, well, what about kinky soups? And I was like, like <laughs> alphabet soup. <laughs> so that is what it's called. It's called kinky soup. And I, I mean, I love all my books. Don't get me wrong. They're all my babies. And I love them for each reason that I wrote them. But this one like yesterday I was in tears because as soon as I posted it, 
you know, one of my best friends is like, I was the first to order, which made my other best friend, Laura, super angry because she loves to be the first to order anything that I do, which makes my heart like want to just explode. But I just love the idea of, you know, it did take a while to come up with that list because there's certain letters that I was having like a hard time coming up with something. Like what? Uh, I'm, I'm curious. Um, well, J is J is for joygasm. Okay. Which is not inherently like, you know, you're not necessarily having sex. So that whole story is about watching someone cook dinner and eating their food and feeling like the energy that they put in and, you know, watching someone, you know, because I love cooking. You know, that's what I went to school for. I've cooked for a very long time. And, you know, when someone is a really, you know, excellent cook and puts that passion into what they're making, because the food is love, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sharing something with somebody and just watching them, like, float around the kitchen. And, you know, it talks about, like, the fresh bread that he made with, like, homemade butter and, you know hearing the sizzle of the steak in the pan and just like savoring it in your mouth. Um, oh my God, you would have such a joygasm watching Lily cook. That, I mean, that's, it's, that's her. And then um, let's see what other letters. Um, uh, X, which I can't pronounce the word correctly. I'll have to send it to you on a DM. And this one isn't even um, also like sexual in nature. It's an actual condition that affects more women than men, where it's you can feel all the sensations of a climax, but you can't climax. Oh, God. But I wanted I wanted to make sure that I added stories in there that wasn't just always penetrative sex. Yeah. So, you know, you have like C is for cunnilingus um i'm trying to think of some other ones because i can't i don't necessarily have my list um it's in my notes on my phone <laughs> um let's see uh g, g is for g spot and that's a masturbation story i did something completely different for uh h uh which is H is for humiliation and P is for praise kink. And you just kind of got to get to those letters to see what I did different. I don't want to give it away. No, no, uh, don't. Uh, let's see. And then for M is for masochist and S is for sadist. And it's the exact same stories, but reversed. Huh. So you get, you know, when you read M is for masochist, you're getting like her her version of it and then when you get s you know s is for sadist you get his version of it i just you you've been talking to me about this concept um off off shows for a little while now and i i know i've said this before but now i get to say it to all our listeners the concept is just so freaking cool i Thank i cannot you. i cannot wait to read it now it's out so to all of our listeners, make sure you um, follow the link in the description and get the book. And Angela, I, I think we may need to drop this episode 
um, like make it the next one. I can bump some things around and hopefully get some people heading towards your book. Oh, well, I appreciate that very much. But if you want to hear something funny, my one of my one of my best friends, Chloe, she made the cover for me because I knew that she one would have the, you know, the vision that I was trying to um, portray in it. And uh, so she had sent the picture and I was I was more nervous that it was going to get flagged. And I got, you know, I uploaded everything. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling nervous because I feel nervous with every single book that I hit submit on. And I'm just like, uh, sweaty and my <laughs> stomach hurts. So um, I, I go to work and I see an email from Amazon that says, hi, you need to look at the cover again and make sure that the author's name is spelled correctly. And I was like, what? I know how to, I know how to spell my name. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I took my lap, my laptop to work with me and, you know, I get to work way early. So I, I go on real quick and I look and I'm like, my name is spelled correctly. The title is spelled correctly. The little blurb on the back, all of that spelled correctly. So I re-upload everything again. And then a couple hours later, I get that same email again. And I'm like maybe I didn't spell my name right. <laughs> it's not out of the realm of possibility that that's a mistake. So I go back in and I look and everything is fine. And I, I'm like, you know what? I'll, I can't work on it right now. I'll work on it when I get home. And then a couple hours pass by and it, I literally had a light bulb moment. So the cover is like, there's collars and there's cuffs and there's toys. And there's a little butt plug that's kind of leaning against something. <laughs> and the flush part of the plug, like after you put it, you know, the round part. Mm -hmm. Well, it says something on it. And I think it was picking up that text, thinking that that was something that I had added into oh, the cover. Yeah. So I had to get that out. I had to Photoshop <laughs> it. I had to use the paint and like black it out and then re-upload it. And they're like, everything's successful. So I, it, I was like, wow, I didn't, I was more worried that they would flag the, the, the actual picture yeah. than, than that. But it, I was just, I couldn't figure it out. And thank goodness I had that little light bulb moment. I was like, okay. So let's let's share the title again. It's called Kinky Soup. I I could use some kinky soup. You know, and as a little surprise, which part of me wanted me to wait, but I can't handle myself. If you go to the one where X is for the one where, you know, you can't reach climax, I added a little author's thoughts where it's like, you know, it, it's okay to talk about your challenges during intimacy and it's okay to talk about, you know, this isn't working for me or I, something's wrong. I also add in there that if you want to hear more sex talk and amazing sex conversations to go to your guys's podcast. Oh, you're awesome. You're amazing. <laughs> 
So we all that, are. We're sex positive, and that's that's what it's all about is sharing and having fun. Yeah. And before we get on our other conversations, I always add my playlist to the back of the book. <laughs> but this this time I did something different because I have an iPhone, so I just use Apple Play. Well, this time I know not everyone, you know, people are very either Apple or they're Android. There's no middle ground. So I also decided to make the playlist on Spotify. And oh, I, put cool. the, I, I put the link at the very back end of the book where you can just type in my name, Angie Brixie, one word, not Angela, Angie, and just look for A is four. And you will have four hour, four and a half hours of sexy music. <laughs> What a deal. I mean, what a fantastic. So you get a, an extremely hot and and interesting book. You and and then you get your playlist to go along with it. What what more could anybody want? You know what? I don't know. I don't I don't either, but I bet they're going to want what we we have to share next. Cuz I bet I understand I we're going to get dirty and kinky. I hope so. So do you want to I- kick us off because you you have some things or or do you want me to you know what i went first last time ah so this i don't know how kinky i've got a couple of things i wanted to get into but i just thought it was fun and and quirky but uh have you ever accidentally injured yourself trying something new in bed um not trying something new in bed but being having sex and um the the bed i had at the time had like the headboard that had like the inlay of like shelves mm-hmm. but but i also had stuff on top of it you know oh, cuz it, yeah. it was like a big shelf and there was a small little jewelry box type thing that fell and landed on my head and didn't split it open but cut me pretty deep but the crazy thing was is nobody stopped (laughs) (laughs) no and and that that should tell you something right there (laughs) you know you we just kept going I mean I've gotten rug burn I've gotten you know back burn um I know I have scratched people a few times only because my nails are very sharp and they're very Mm. long and I have to be mindful of that. Um, I do. I keep my nails very long and very sharp and I just have to kind of, I, I do my best, my due diligence to be mindful of it and people are always like how do you type how do you do anything and i'm like you know nobody complains when they want their back scratched (laughs) no no not at all i it's it's funny you said that um i thinking about this question i was thinking um that it was funny when i read it i was like oh really and then i thought of all the times that i've been injured or a partner's been injured as we've been playing around and and like you said nobody stops Um, No, you don't, you don't, nobody, nobody stops as long as nothing's like broken. Yeah. 
or like you have now a gash and you're bleeding. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was bleeding when that fell on my head, but it wasn't like I need stitches. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, as long as it's not something that, you know, because I've watched sex has sent me to the ER on Discovery Health. <laughs> and I wish they would bring that back because that was some pretty good stuff. But, you know, just be mindful of what you're doing. Not everything goes in places. No. And sometimes you need to stretch out and warm up before you try some unique and new stuff. Just just consider that a PSA announcement. Yes. But um, it's fun. I, I, I was thinking... Uh, Lily and I were having sex, um, outside at night, um, in, uh, lawn chair and lawn chairs. And she was on top of me and we were really getting into it. And the lawn chair I was sitting in broke. Oh no. Started getting jabbed in the hip. And, and I didn't realize how bad I, I basically got, got a gouge in my hip and, and it bled fairly well, but um, but it was one of those things where it was so freaking good. I wasn't stopping for any, anything. You know, sometimes you just, you got to look at your surroundings. You got to just be like, you know what? I'm going to take this for the team. Mm -hmm. I work. And you know, so also your adrenaline is high. You've got serotonin everywhere. And, and, and shit, no pain, no gain. And exactly. No gain. <laughs> you know, yeah. You just, like you said, do some stretches, you know, make sure your back is loose and your hips are all right. And, you know, whatever it is you need to do, get a little, get it in there. Yep. Yep. I, 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 I will also admit I, the, the stretching is semi-serious. I had a Charlie horse once, um, but, but that was another thing you just kind of have to plow through, but I'm bummed. You know, I will say this. There's nothing worse than a Charlie horse during sex, which I will tell you, keep a little, and this is going to sound weird, but mustard helps with those. Mm. If if you have a Charlie horse, take a little, like a decent, like a dime sized dollop of mustard and it will help. There's something in the en enzymes in mustard that will help with that. And another thing. I was, I was, I was just going to say, at least you didn't say, I was worried you were going to say Ben Gay. And then that had whole thoughts of getting it on a penis or a vagina. And <laughs> that just would not be good. No. And another thing which are horrible is sex headaches mm. where, you know, those, Oh God, they pound so bad. If you like bananas, eat the banana because you'll get a spike in potassium and that will help with the headache. Our our running joke has always been if you've got a headache, the best cure for a headache is good sex. So I mean that that is true, but if you've never had a sex headache, which I have, where it feels like all the blood from your toes and mm -hmm. your entire body is trying to escape via your head. It's oh, it's and it's like when you put a band-aid on too tight, like you feel your heartbeat. But a banana will help because, like I said, it will spike the potassium and it will eventually bring you back down. And then you can go back to doing what you were doing. That would that would suck. But unless you were sucking and then whatever. Yeah, exactly. OK, so I, I went first this time. You're up. Um, oh, I wonder if I can find that one, which <laughs> I love that. 
Hold on. I'm looking in my text messages right now because one of my coworkers loves this podcast. And we get feedback from friends on, on the episodes and listeners. So if you've got something you want us to talk about, um, send it in. We'll, we'll work it into a show. Exactly. And it, I love this one. Um, cause it always comes up on, you know, any sort of mingling. Whereas like, if you had a free pass, whether single in a relationship, married, et cetera, would you use it? And if so, what would you do? Oh, wow. Do I have to Wait. answer that first? Well, I'm single, so <laughs> my so, life is a free path. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's tough because we're, um, uh, we're, we, we swing, you know, we've been but in that see, lifestyle, but uh, no, you still have to have those conversations. It's not, true. that doesn't give you like, you know, a free pass to do whatever you want just because you are in that lifestyle. No. And, and that's, and that's a good point. Um, we, we know some people who live life as a free pass in that relationship and, and they've talked about it. So as long as they talk and they agree with it, they're, they're good. Um, but for Lily and I, where we're at this point in our lives, um, we we do not, we would not do that. So no, um, I was trying to think how to answer that. Um, if you're given a free pass, then you've got a free pass, but it doesn't, it, that doesn't work for us and who we are. It doesn't mean that it wouldn't work for another couple, but part of our thing is uh, the, the swinging is to I hate to be really cliche, but it's to enhance the relationship. And for us, the enhancement comes by um, sharing the experience together. And neither one of us is incredibly jealous, but we did realize early, early on that um, some of that can creep in um, if one or the other of us was doing something and the and and the partner wasn't around. Um, we just decided quit early, early on that um, for this to work for us, we we would do things together, and it, it and it has. We have more fun that way. So for me personally, I would say no on the free pass because um, it doesn't it doesn't work for me and for us. Well, I mean, like we had talked about before we had started recording, you know, I. I don't understand why people, especially people who are in relationships, are not talking about sex. Like I told yeah. I told one of my best friends last night, I go, I think people think I talk about sex for the opposite reason. Like I'm just some sort of like filthy kind of gal, which I am. But the reason <laughs> the reason I talk about sex as much as I do, and I need to really figure out a way to make this like abundantly clear. I am fascinated by a lot of things. I qu I question things, not because I'm being combative. It's because I want to know. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I, it's like research. I'm a nerd that way. I like books on it. I like looking up things. I like watching documentaries like Real Sex or even Red Shoe Diary. You know, I, I'm my, it's so stimulating to my brain. That I talk about sex because I genuinely want to know. But on the other hand, I just am finding a way to 
break down these stigmas that people carry. Like, I don't understand. And I get it. It could be how you grew up. Like, I grew up in a house where it was never talked about. Right. And it's not like I was sitting in the living room anyway, because that's a whole conversation <laughs> for another time. But, you know, that's why I was in my room watching those shows and just like intaking all of it. You know, that's why another reason I chose that I was that I'm so excited for this book, because you might get to a. Hey, everyone, it's Kyle and Lily with an important message to all of our listeners. If you've been listening to us for a long time or reading Kyle's books, we hope you have heard the message we stress. It's the importance of communication and a sex-positive lifestyle. One of the key components of that lifestyle is consent. Remember, no means no. Letter and and read it and something just clicks. Yeah. Like maybe you didn't know that word before. You know, like E E is for edging and you read that story and you're like, well, shit, I do this to myself or I think I would kind of like this. Mm -hmm. It's like when couples text each other hot shit all day long and they're like, oh, I was just playing around. No, you weren't. You This is what you're doing. You're edging each other until you get on. Right. Like this no. is. <laughs> and, and I think and that's such a good point. Um, Lily and I will text each other through the day, throughout the day. And it's not, not most of the time, it's not sexual in nature. It's just, it's relationship. And, you know, we've, we've talked before, we have friends that barely talk to each other and, and don't text back and forth or any of that. And, you know, if it works for them, that's fine. But, but for us, um, that, that steady and open communication is is important it it keeps us together and strong as a as a couple um you know i was thinking about our and we've shared our journey as swingers on here before um but if you haven't heard it if you haven't heard it um we started because Lily had been doing some had had done in the past nude modeling i was doing a lot of photography and we had the conversation about, well, if, you know, if I take nude pictures of you and we start posting them on various sites, um, uh, and we entered several um, competitions, and these are very artistic, nice nudes, um, you know, she she was asked, how, how do I feel knowing that people are staring at her naked body? And then, you know, the, and it's just that conversation goes back and forth. Um, you know, how does she feel being out there and, and nude and vulnerable like that? And it progressed for us that, you know, am, am I okay with um, another uh, photographer taking nudes of her? Um, that kind of thing. Is she okay going, you know, having a, somebody else take nudes of her? But through that, we we kind of progressed to talking about what is it, you know, what is, what is important in our relationship sexually? What do we think? Um, you know, we, we talked about non-monogamy. I mean, neither one of us believes 
that humans are meant to be monogamous. We do think that they're meant to form coupling relationships, and that could be two or three or four people, but um, we don't, neither one of us believed that monogamy was natural. Um, we know a lot of monogamous friends, but, and it works for them, but I, I'm kind of going around in the circle here, but, but for us, it was having that conversation and saying, and then getting to the point, well, okay, well, how would you feel if another woman was touching me? How would I feel if another man was touching you? And and having that conversation and then discovering that we'd be okay with it, or at least we'd think we'd be okay with it until you actually try it. You you never know for sure. And for us, we progressed. And I think, you know, I, I've talked to other swingers who have done things so much slower or faster than we did. But our our advice to any couple who is exploring this is get into it at your own pace and keep in mind what's important is i'm i'm saying this for us but what is was important for us is keeping our relationship and then adding to it and we've been able to do that we've hit a few bumps in the road with it but um the good thing i think is we we settled down and we we talk about everything and let leave nothing for granted. I don't know how many times you and I, or even in your other podcasts that you and Lily do or anything where conversation comes up all the time. Like I, I cannot, I, I don't know <laughs> how, how strong I can say this is have conversations with your partner that you do your best friend. Yes. And then take because, it a step further. Yeah. Cause you know, it, you've got to realize that, you know, people get complacent and people right. get comfortable. And sometimes it's not an easy conversation to have. And, but it's all about choosing your words correctly and, you know, creating an environment where you feel comfortable going to your partner and saying, hey, something's not working. Like, we're good, but something's missing. We need to figure out what's where what's missing in this. Right. Because at that point, if you don't, that's where things start to unravel. That's where people get dishonest and start doing things that are outside of what they should be doing. And, and you know, going back to your original question, I, I think Lily and I have shared this before. Um, you know, we we would constantly get the question about, well, isn't what you're doing cheating? And our our response, kind of the, the simple simple version is, it's not cheating if you follow the rules that you set as a couple. And our rules at this point in our lives are that, you know, we don't we don't do the free pass thing. So if um, Lily sees somebody that she finds extremely hot on an elevator, she's not going to blow them on the elevator that that would be against our rules. And, you know, so we don't do that. But um we have had conversations on on air with couples that have asked, is there anything that you would 
that, that would be like a hard stop for you or that would damage your relationship? And the easy answer is yes, if we stop talking. And two, if we have things that we've talked about as rules that we eat one or the other of us violate, that that destroys a relationship. And it, it's something, I mean, we feel very strongly about it. So um, going back to the communication angle, you have, to, we have to talk as, as people, we have to talk. And if you're not talking to your partner on a regular basis about sex or anything intimate, um, ask yourself why. Yeah, because if you've been in a relationship with someone for a long period of time, like there should have been no disconnect where you can't because it's always you're talking so much in the beginning. Like, what's your favorite color? What kind of food do you like? What's your favorite movie? What's your favorite song? Like you, you know, all of that. And you don't have to come out and be like, oh, what's your favorite movie? Can I fish you in the ass? Like, <laughs> it's all about how you want to word things. But, you know. It's something that I have to work on all the time. You know, there's been times where I've been with someone because I've even mentioned it on here. If it's good, my brain stops. I can't talk. Mm -hmm. That should be a sign for you that you know whatever it is you're doing. You are on it. You are you have hit it. But there is one person I know that it was just like, you have to use your words. Tell me what you want. And I'm just like, like, I can't. <laughs> like, I want to. Can't you read my mind? I'm screaming it in my head right now. <laughs> but you, there there are people I, I know who totally get off on talking and others who it distracts them during, you know, to talk during sex. Um, but. I, I I think I'm somewhere in in the middle of that, but um, but yeah, I, I mean, I I totally get it. But it the the whole act of just talking, I, I something occurred to me as we were as you were talking too. Um, it's funny to me that early in a relationship, people are so willing to try new things sexually. Partly, Where does that do you, sorry, but go ahead. No, I was literally just thinking the same thing and bringing that up was going to bring that up as well, because it's like, I don't know where that stops. Is it because now you have succeeded in getting the person in this relationship and now you could just be comfortable? You don't have to put in the work? I think that's it. I, I think that's what it is. Um, I mean, Lily and I talk about being comfortable with each other and we're incredibly comfortable with each other, but... For us, that means we can talk about a lot of, of different, we can talk different things. But I know, I know from talking to, I hate to say vanilla friends, they get to a comfort zone and then everything slows down or stops. And I, I don't get that. It's, it's always fascinated me how new sex, new, new couples can explore but it's and like at that six month to one year point. Nope, that's it. We've done all we need to do. Let's let's stick with the tried and true. Well, that was one of the questions that I had written down that we didn't get to last time, where it was exploring your kinks, acknowledging that it's okay to have non-vanilla desires. Yeah. And yeah. you know, 
I think I'm going to bring that up tonight because it makes, I've always wondered where those desires kind of kick in. Like I know with one of my, you know, dear delicious friends, like I know what movie it was for him when he watched it as a young kid. And I, I know the movies that I watched that still watch where my brain's like, you shouldn't watch this with people. <laughs> they can see <laughs> your face right now. But, you know, and I even said in the last episode, I don't think everything is one. I'm sure there are 100% vanilla people, but I don't think it's as common as people want to believe it is. No. Because, but at what point do you... Do you start like upping the ante? Like, you know, you've got things hidden back there. And you know what? It sometimes you, you can't, it's like you can't hold it in. No, my, because my eventually thing, something's going to come out and you're going to. I believe that's where those vanilla couples start having affairs. And, and it's kind of, you know, thinking about it, it's kind of sad to me because they struggle, you know, it goes back to our whole, uh, are we monogamous or non-monogamous as a species? Um, we know vanilla couples who have had, who have had affairs. And um, I think they get to that point where they're no longer trying new stuff and then years pass and they're bored and stuck in a rut. And, and part of that rut is not talking to their partner about something you had said, you know, Hey, this isn't working for me right now. We're missing something. Let's, let's try something different. Instead, they, they find somebody new that uh, they can restart everything with. And, you know, I, I, I'm, I, there's so, it's so much more complicated than that, but, but I, I go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, but I, I really think that the lack of conversation and the lack of it, being willing to open up about sexual needs leads couples to have affairs that, you know, and maybe part of part of that conversation would be, hey, you know, I, I really love you. Our sex is good, but I'm I feel like I'm I'm missing something, you know can I play around? I, and that conversation well, never happens exactly like that, but. No, I knew, I know of someone who there, I asked him, I'm like, why don't you ever tell him like, this is what you want to do. And she's like, well, it's just easier for me to go like on Tinder or something. I'm like, that doesn't make any fucking sense to me. I go, she goes, well, I'm just afraid that he's going to judge me. I'm like, that's stupid. So you stupid fucking reason. Yeah. So you destroy a relationship that you apparently like enough to try to sneak around to keep because you're too afraid to talk. And I, 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 I naturally assume that the the further we got along in years and decades and how things progress and things become progressive and things become more out in the open. Um, it's like this subject still keeps falling back, 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 back. And 
like I said in the last one, where people that are my age, I'm like, I, you guys don't talk about anything. It's got to be, I'm, no wonder you're stressed out. Yeah, yeah. And you blame it on other things. Oh, well, work is a lot or home is a lot. I'm like, no, you just need to fuck. Like, yeah. stop, stop putting so much pressure on this and just let go. And and all of those things are true. Work is a lot. Um, having a family can be a lot. Um, dealing with neighbors and friends can be a lot. But if you have a partner you've enjoyed fucking, then talking can help relieve so much of that stress. And and then and talking about fucking can relieve even more. And then yeah. actually fucking relieves a lot of it. So <laughs> and then when so you're you done. Go. Yeah. Get up, both of you, and make each other a sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's it. it, I was going to say it kills me how self evident that is. But then so many people are so afraid to take the the step. Like you were saying, your friend is afraid to talk to, to her partner, but it's easier to find somebody on Tinder to, you know that 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 is just it just so goes against everything that it doesn't make I think sense and believe it because... it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense i mean you know part of some of the stuff lily and i've talked about is if you feel a need to cheat like that then you should be honest enough to end a relationship you're in rather than risk hurting yourself and somebody else exactly or... because that pain that pain yes of, it is impossible it's not impossible but it is and take it from someone who knows because i know <laughs> firsthand it is so hard to get over that just be honest and be like hey we need to have a talk about xyz instead of the betrayal of it. Yeah. And, you know, and I won't fault people who find them, you know, the, the vanilla couple who finds the, one of them finds somebody that, that is fascinating to them and drawing, drawing them in. There's a point where, you know, you're crossing a line before you get there, talk to your partner, because, you know, if you know, you're heading up to that line you're, you know, you're probably going to cross it if the opportunity arises. Isn't that the best time to tell your partner, Hey, let's, let's talk about what the hell is going on in our lives. I I do have to say, and I I've got to figure out how I'm going to word this. There are, I don't even know if circumstances is the way that the word I want to use, but it's the only word that's coming to me. Now there are people that you know have done all of that like let's talk let's do this let's navigate it and you know the other person is still pulling away and yeah there's there's nothing there and you're doing everything that you're supposed to be doing and you don't realize the magnitude of what has happened to yourself and then when you're in a situation where you start getting that attention that 
things happen. And yes, yeah. And I would never fault anyone. I would never judge anyone for that because sometimes when when you know that you have done your due diligence on your side and right. you're still doing everything but sometimes that's like putting a little snowball on a mountain and pushing it you can't stop that and but and once when all that is said and done you need to start working on yourself and you know end what is current heal yourself and then find what it is you truly deserve Exactly. I, I I agree with that completely. And and I agree with what you were saying that there's some t- there, there's so many nuances to it. If if you have talked and you have tried to improve that that current relationship and it's not working, it's not getting better. And then I I really think those are the ones where that person is open to anybody being call it nice to them and they're going to be attracted to that you know everything has weird circumstances and you know not everyone knows everyone's story you know and i had made a point to my friend and i was like you know i do talk openly about sex and some things but when it comes to my sex I'm pretty private about it. Mm-hmm. Now, if you and I are having a discussion about something and it's something that I have done, I will allude to that. It's not because I'm trying to make myself, I mean, I'm 100% transparent, but there's certain things that I'm still learning to navigate. And I am now reaching the point and it's, you know, now I'm at the point where do I continue to be untruthful to myself. Right. Because I feel like I have to keep secrets to save other people's reputations about my own personal life where, you know, things had happened. And it's like, you know what? I'm just going to talk about my experiences. And if it doesn't shine greatly on someone, then I, you know, I can't control that. Yeah. But when it comes down to those things, it's, you know, when you know that you've done the best that you can and the outcome is still that, then, you know, you just got to continue to do the best that you can. You can't make yourself a martyr in things. Yeah, no. And and something you had said earlier, too, is you get to get do that, be there for yourself, but also recognize the best thing to do for you and your what I'm going to say soon to be ex-partner is end that relationship so that you're not dragging that along. Exactly. Exactly. But so I may have time for one more before I have to do that stinking day job stuff. Um, well, it's your turn. Oh, man. Do you have another one? I, I do have one. Well, let's hear it. Okay. Have you ever had sex in a costume? And if you haven't before, who or what would you dress up as? Um, give me one second. Let me, let me think here. Hold on one second. Have I had sex in a costume? Because we are getting close to my favorite holiday. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think I have. Which I can't. 
at knowing how much you love Halloween, I'm I just know. shocked and awed. I'm trying to think here. So your, I... your, your homework is find a costume you want to have sex in and then find somebody you want to have sex with while you're in that costume. See, and... I don't, I don't necessarily want to wear the costume, but you know, I have me and one of my other best friends, which I apparently need to specify because I had someone send me a DM going, you have too many best friends. No, I don't. <laughs> Everyone who is in my close immediate circle is my best friend. Some might be like super best friend. Some might be extra best friend, but best friend. <laughs> we were sending each other these things on Instagram and I love horror movies. I do. And um, it's someone who keeps, who is really attractive going back and forth with like these ghost face, you know, just thirst traps. And I, <laughs> she goes, you know, the mass kink is starting to unlock. I'm like, you know what? It really is. Mm -hmm. You know, it's... I, go ahead. I feel like I can ask someone been like, hey, you got a ghost face. I mean, I, I, I have a few in my office. Like I can I'll buy one if someone wants to do that. <laughs> I so it's funny. Um, I read that this is another one that I read and I thought. Okay. Um, and then it, it the, the different times in my life started, especially with, with Lily and I, we would do things with masks on. I mean, like we'd go to a swingers club early on and we, we'd wear masks. Or if you ever, if you look at her OnlyFans page or anything, um, she's often in a mask. Um, when we do our ASN reviews, we're both wearing a mask. And a lot of times after we finish an ASN magazine review, which by the way, we're going to do one tonight for October. Um, we we're both wearing masks and Lily is usually in a corset. And often with, if you watch the ASN reviews that we do, we've been standing in front of a bar. Little secret here. Usually neither one of us is wearing pants or panties or underwear. Leg prisons. That's yes. what pants are called, the leg prisons. Now I have, you know, the now you have to watch and you you have to see if you can see under the bar. I'm going to, but no, I mean, I don't think I'm gonna have to really think. About, but to me, it is. I love horror movies. I love, <laughs> I love. I love the slow anticipation, and you know, it's not, I'm not an advocate for violence. I'm not. I need to apparently put that PSA out there. I'm not advocating violence. No, but, but there's something. No, go ahead. I, um, you know, we've talked about knife kinks on here before, and I, I enjoy a blade, and I enjoy Ghostface and Jason, <laughs> and you know, it is Friday the Thirteenth. Yes, it is. So, which is my one of my favorite days, but it's just um, it's there's something it's dangerous. It's sexy. It's like I it's saw this edgy. one TikTok where this girl was going to horror cons and would have whoever was dressed up as like Jason, Michael Myers, Ghostface, whatever, like push her up against the wall for a photo op. And I was like, that's the sexiest fucking thing. 
side note, I this just popped in my brain. A hundred years ago, when I lived in Louisville, um, they have a a horicon, and one of my best friends was working a booth, um, and I wanted to go so I can see her because you know she lives here, and um, I love Friday the Thirteenth. Jason is my favorite. And being a mother of a son, the whole movie is just about a mother who loves her son. <laughs> and um, so uh, Kane Hoder is my favorite Jason. Hands down. I love his biography. He's just the coolest. And I got to meet him. And I wish I had the first picture because it looks like a prom photo. You know, like the when, you, yeah. you know you're standing in front of hands on hips da 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 and my friend is taking that picture and then he like whispers in my ear he's like do you want me to choke you and i was like <laughs> you don't even have to ask <laughs> i have that that picture in my phone i will send it to you in your dms because my face does not show any fear i am <laughs> living my best life right now I so was, just, yeah never like, mind go ahead like the minute he asked that like i'm telling you it was just like i was done i could feel the heat rising to my face i was sweaty just a gushy gooey mess i was like absolutely you can do that <laughs> please please do that oh man well on that note i'm afraid i'm gonna have to uh start wrapping us up this this was a fun one yeah i mean we got a little serious there and then mm -hmm. ended it with me and my deep-seated like <laughs> i'm telling you it was delicious Okay, so we need to come up with more kink to talk about the next time we do an episode. And if any of you out there have any ideas, and, and a couple of you know who I'm talking to, don't be afraid, send them in. I won't embarrass you on air, probably, but... I will. Angela will. <laughs> but I may or may not let her know your names. So there you go. Oh. But... Well, it was another blast. Uh, good conversation. Good kinky As fun. As always. And we will do this again soon. So thank you, Angela. Go buy my book. Go buy her book. God damn it. Go buy her fucking book about fucking. Yes. And other stuff. And other stuff. Speak seductively.